0: We're doing this thing. You're, yeah. you're on your last leg. You're nearing death.
1: I am. I am nearing death. Yeah. I even am going so far as to like cracking open a Pepsi just so I can get pure caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't drink coffee.
0: I am pure caffeine, so I went for a beer instead. So I got to, I got to tone it down. Actually. That's, that's where I got to be on this one.
1: <laughs> you, so, but, are you, a, are you a coffee drinker? I think you are. Think I'm a something. coffee drinker. Yeah. i drink
0: coffee. Yeah, yeah. I drink coffee. I drink caffeine. Okay. I drink all
1: that stuff. I, I don't, I don't do any of that. Yeah. So, oh, every once in a while, whenever I'm tired, I'll be like, I'll have a Pepsi. It's a tiny Pepsi and you have big hands. So it looks even tiny. <laughs> <So. laughs> it's the same technique I use for my penis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it works, but it works. So uh, this is exciting. So unfortunately, uh, you hear that there's only two of us today. We we unfortunately don't have Rob with us, but that's okay because he hasn't seen Thor, Love, and Thunder, which is the movie we're going to talk about today. We're going to offer the Ronin Geek Roasting, a classic Ronin Geek Roasting of of a current film.
1: Oh, it's going to be roasting.
0: I don't know. Is it? It's probably going to be roasting. Oh, okay. I roast things I like too. So uh, that's pretty exciting. But, you know, I only have one thing that I could do to sort of bring your energy up, Adam. Okay, what is that I I could do to help you here for after working literally like 22 out of the last 24 hours. <laughs> so I got a song for you. Oh. Because she's going to smile, and it seems to me, from my little childhood memories. memories. Where everything was as precious fresh as a bright blue sky. So you know what I'm doing it as? Scott Stapp. What? Think about it. Scott Stapp from the band Creed. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I'm doing yeah, yeah, the oh, song yeah. as. Did it did it ring true? Oh, yeah. yeah, That yeah, was Creed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, sweet child of mine. Well, I, <laughs> went, I went full on Axl Rose for that one. Did you hear that? <laughs> so that was, that was wild. So uh, anyway, that's all you're getting out of me, people. You, you're going to have to pay. For the rest of that, if you want to hear the rest of it, we'll do something and we'll post it on BitKate and you can pay. So, because you're not getting primo vocals like that for free, oh, yeah, I know. it's not happening.
1: We save those for our uh, our karaoke nights, <laughs> uh, because we get paid like it's not we go to karaoke nights and the people end up paying us, it's so good. I wish that was true, <laughs> I wish that was true. I would
0: absolutely do it. Uh, so today we are talking about Thor Love and Thunder. This is Alex Austin with me in a room today. We have
1: Thunder plebby and Adam.
0: Yes, and I'll be I'll be the love to your thunder. So different kind of love though. This is more like the brom platonic parent parental sort of love. Yeah. So anyway um but we can be bromance i'm good with that too because that's the the dynamic we have going on like the bromance between thor and gore just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so anyway this is the film that just dropped directed by taika waititi this is the fourth film in the thor franchise uh and is it the greatest that's the question we're here to answer today because uh you know as everything should in our minds get better over time we'll see if this did or not uh do
1: you want the answer
0: Well, we'll get to the answer. Oh, okay. Don't give him the answer now. Oh, okay.
1: Jesus, Jesus. Well, I thought it was crazy or something. Son of a gore. (laughs) I will tell you, this movie was interesting. So I went on a tour uh, for my company. So I didn't watch this in the normal theater we do here in in Windsor. I went out to Kitchener and watched this. What's in Kitchener? Apparently, so I didn't even know this. I I went on a little mini journey I, I was done work. Uh, I was out in Kitchener by myself. And I went, I, I don't know what to do for the rest of the evening. Well, I, this, was, this was released options, that night.
0: Options. I you don't could know. could sit in your hotel room and masturbate all night. So, <laughs> 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 option, option two, proactively get some work done. So <laughs> option three, it's got to be Thor oh yeah. yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> uh so i, I
1: sat there I, I went to the theater and i just bought tickets for whatever i could find like one it was like one seat you know those times where normally you don't go looking yeah, yeah. for like a single seat yeah, yeah i had to find one seat it was kind of sitting in a weird spot i was very confused by the theater i'm like eh, whatever it's like it's like a, a recliner seat I'm like, okay no yeah, big yeah. deal and i i get there finally I, I get my ticket i come back like an hour or two later after i go to their mall yeah oh and, which mall did you go to Fairview or some shit. Oh, like that. I have a store in there. Nice. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. asked them about you.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what they said. They thought
1: they were going to make a sale at first.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, of course they did. Of
1: um, course they did. And I was oh. like, oh, is your is your regional manager here? And they're like, what's his name? I'm like, don't fucking tell me that I don't know his name. <laughs> Do I need to tell you his name to prove that I know who he is?
0: So why would you be asking about me if you didn't know me? I didn't know if you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, So
1: I, I went to this theater and I go there and I go to. To like hand in my ticket to get into the theater line, you know, the, the hallway with all the different rooms to all mm-hmm. the different theaters, and like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, thank you, no, no, but you're over there, you're in that direction. Like, turn completely around, go through there, go through those sliding glass doors. What's happening here? What's going
0: on? And
1: it's called VIP. Whoa. Plus, what? Like, Why? What ticket did I buy? Like, oh, is this the, maybe? At first, I'm like, oh, it's a different brand. Like, they have two different companies of cinemas in the same building. Oh I just bought it with a different company. I go in there and it's like a nice bar. Like oh shit. There's a bar with a bunch of alcohol on it. Like alcohol, straight up oh, hard shit. liquors. And a bunch of like two to three person little dining sort of chairs like you'd find in a bar. Yeah. Like little little you know sociable yeah. tables. And then a concession stand that's one concession staff member large. It's very thin. Okay what the fuck am I going? And they're like, oh yeah, okay, follow the sticker. Okay, it goes over here. And as I, I walk by, there's a attendant at the door with like a tablet. Okay. What the fuck is going on? I'm so confused. And I sit down and I notice this is one of those places where they serve you like food, like full on burgers and shit. No And kidding. the mixed drinks and alcohol. Wow. That's why it's VIP. It was 19 plus only. No shit. And the lady at the tablet was, you know, you can order food and they'll bring it out to you.
0: Wow. I want to do this now. I didn't know it. that. that's the one right across the street from the mall. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. And don't they have VIP on the outside of the building? They now do. I now I know what it means. Okay. Yes. I had no idea. They don't have that in Windsor, I don't think. No. Wild. I want it. Wild. Okay, so I'm definitely... So did you actually sit in a reclining seat then to watch the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. So
1: I basically the way it works is you get there, you order your food with the lady at the tablet, or the person yeah. at the tablet, I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah. In this case, it was a lady. Um, and after X amount of time, so while you're waiting for commercials and stuff at the start, they come out, serve you your drinks. You have like a little, on your reclining chair, they have like a little table that folds out and yeah. like a little dinner table and you sit there and eat it on that. Yeah, yeah. And then once, basically right as the movie starts, they they stop doing that. Like they don't disturb anything. Okay, anyone. gotcha, gotcha. So they don't interrupt the movie or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was also weird because there was no ads. Like normally when you, when you start a movie, Right, you the okay. There's ads when like the theater lights are on, and then the theater lights go off, and then there are more trailers. Yeah, yeah. And then the movie starts. This one was lights darkened, straight into the movie. Wow. They were showing me scenes of gore, the God Butcher. I'm like, is this a trailer for Thor: Love and No? This is the movie. Crazy. So it was, it was a really weird experience, and I discovered I fucking want this in my life. I
0: want that. I want that experience, yeah. So the, the next movie I'm going to see is Nope, so maybe I'll see if uh, I'll be in Kitchener when that comes out this week. Oh, yeah, so not, not of Planet Earth. Not of Planet Earth. Oh, yeah. So, cool. yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um. So Wild, man. A big missed opportunity, though. They should absolutely have somebody in costume doing, like, the check-in or, like, the, the waitering, waitressing. Oh, so yeah. That,
1: that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be pretty sweet. So. Yeah, it, was, it was a cool experience. I think, I think it increased. It made the experience better. Yeah. So I think it improved my overall rating of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then
0: you had to look, you got to look down on all the peons sitting out there in front of the screen, like
1: normal people, right? No, no, no. We were in different theaters. So it was all VIPs what? in my theater. All 19 plus. All of it.
0: How bizarre. It was
1: great because every no, there was no children. How bizarre. Really?
0: Yeah, I can't even wrap my mind around this. It sounds incredible. But, uh, yeah, I have to try it now. So that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. New way to see movies. Um, yeah, I saw it like a regular peon, so I just got tickets. But I got them for free off my scene points, so I got a right. you know, shout-out shout out for scene. Love it. Love seeing the free movies, so that's always fun. And uh, um, one, of the, one of the ones Amanda went to with me. She's been seeing the Marvel oh. movies with me, which is pretty cool.
1: Very uh, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She had a good opinion of this one, too. So as do I, which we will get to now because we will talk about Thor, Ooh. Love and Thunder. So, uh, yeah, interesting start to the movie. You mentioned going right into it with gore. They gave you the backstory of gore, like right off the hop, like this is happening. You know, It only
1: took like one scene to tell his story. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We'll just say right now, spoiler cast. Oh, yeah. Spoiler cast. Spoiler cast. I said it three times. Get out of here if you haven't seen it yet. So don't don't ruin it for yourself here because I'm about to spoil the fuck out of it. So I love the scene. Um, not the first scene where the daughter dies. That's really sad. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, very sad. I'm sure
1: that hit home for you.
0: Oh, dude, it always does now. Yeah, having a kid changes like your brain chemistry and then you immediately internalize everything that has to do with a child from then on out. So yeah. even if you don't want to. So um, things that used to bother me before having a child at all. Now bother me <laughs> so a <laughs> lot so anyway uh, so that happened uh, and then immediately went into the scene with Rapu, so which was uh, pretty wild yeah so that was I cool. love it great way to introduce the um not the ebony blade why do we keep thinking ebony blade the shadow shadow um
1: the umbral I think umbral okay blade.
0: okay so good good way to kind of introduce that uh, the which guy... is the
1: blade that the guy who made the symbiotes uses.
0: Correct, but yeah. not in this movie. No, nope, no, nope. <laughs> so, but that's fine. Well, they didn't establish where the blade came from in this, which
1: is fine. They also don't establish where the blade's going, Correct. so it could show up. Some, Correct, again.
0: and uh, so it, basically, the king of the symbiotes from the Spider-Man universe is responsible for creating this blade out of black ooze. <laughs> so, but this does not operate as much like ooze as it does just a normal blade, and then there's some shadow shit going on.
1: Well, it's cool. clearly, um, you know, in the in the world of like classic RPGs, it's an intelligent weapon. Yeah, that serves its own purpose.
0: Mm.
1: And it uses a vessel in its favor. It's a parasite. It's a parasite. Yeah, yeah. it's a
0: parasite. latches on. And uh, to some extent, in doing so, either immediately or slowly changes the mentality of the owner, so to serve its purpose. Yeah. So it seemed in this case that it was pretty immediate as soon as he got a hold of that blade. Obviously, he was about to be killed by Rapu, so he had to kill him with the blade yeah. to get away. You, you couldn't I, tell. Uh, like
1: w- the, During the whole movie, it was hard for me. And I think as part of the deal is it's hard to tell did the blade corrupt him at all or was it just him? But I think by the end you realize, no, it was him Yeah. or at least it kept him down the path longer than he should have been.
0: Right. Right.
1: So to, to the point that the blade would have achieved its ultimate end,
0: which is to kill all guys. Yes. <laughs> not, not just the ones that he needs to seek vengeance on. Yes, exactly. So for letting his daughter die. So I did love the, uh, the golden blood introduced. I love in the scene with Rappu. And I also loved, uh, later on in the movie, we can see it again. Tons of golden blood. Yes. And I love that, they went with the golden blood because obviously they can't do red blood because then it would be rated R. Yes. <laughs> so they can't do that. How they of, got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Really, really creative. I really enjoyed that. Uh, so first time in a PG-13 movie I've seen blood of any kind spray all <laughs> the place all the time. So very, Hand very, of, very, very cool. Uh,
1: Hand of Midas blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like the uh, creatures that he was with. They were like the leaf creatures that when yeah. when they ran, they just sort of like dispersed. Like yeah, it was like yeah. a poof. Yeah. <laughs> and <they're>
0: like, oh. <laughs> So it just, I mean, it just went to the kind of like, sort of ridiculous nature of many of the gods that we come to find later on. Right. Yeah. So, sort of spoke to that. And uh, of course he does get the blade. in in this case, the Necrosword, that's what they called it. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, it. The Necrosword. The Necrosword. And, um, so Gore goes on to kill and this is what gets the attention of
1: Thor. I think this is the weakest part of this movie. We were promised Gore, the God butcher.
0: Oh yeah. There's no, there's no, there's butchering.
1: no butchering yeah, yeah, yeah. on, very, very on little. camera at
0: least. Yeah. It's very little butchering all yeah. off camera.
1: Yeah. On camera, Thor has literally killed more gods yeah. in this movie than Gore the God Butcher did.
0: The one thing I, yeah, I was disappointed that the first time that Thor and his comrades sort of encounter Gore is already on Earth. Yeah. Like, I thought that they would encounter him in the act of killing a god and we get to see him take down some badass god somewhere. Like, yeah, that would have been cool and then and they just see him from a distance and then he goes away or something. Yeah, like
1: with the uh, with the Guardians. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And uh, cuz he could he could Disappear pretty quickly into the shadows, right? Mm-hmm. So as, as you drop down to the ground stuff, which is really cool visual. So I really enjoyed that about it. Um, yeah, really, really interesting way to, that they did gore in this. But I, I quite like gore. So. Also,
1: I, I'm i kind of, a, because I feel like this uh, generation of Star Wars movies, Star Wars, of um, Marvel movies, they set up these situations from the end game, and like the end of the whatever, and then they just sort of let them be. They just sort of gave up on them. Hmm. So it felt an awful lot like um, they, they sent him with the Guardians at the end of, of uh, Endgame. Yep. And then did nothing with that. That's a shame.
0: In fact, uh, I thought that this Thor would be all about that. So all
1: about their adventures with
0: with uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And that, that's what I was expecting. Or at they least they would be like side pieces. Yeah. Side characters. Yeah, yeah. Which is why, you know, one of my main criticisms of this movie is that it probably should have been two movies. Like, there should have been maybe more of a journey, or maybe we could have seen his journey play out from, you know, like, overweight Thor to regular Thor again. Yeah. Instead of just hearing the uh, narration from... um, Korg. Yeah, from Korg. so Which was cute, but it's like, they really wrapped a lot of story beats into that that would have been nice to kind of see play out a little bit more. Yeah. So, especially because the whole, I don't know, I mean, the entire movie, as well as Ragnarok... has sort of the visual style and flair of like heavy metal like the animated movie series yeah you know what i mean so which i absolutely love i absolutely love that about it but they were doing a lot of it when he was with guardians of the galaxy so i think i would have loved to see like a whole movie kind of play out with just that you know what i mean him his journey to sort of come back to the point where he's ready to change and make a real change for himself right that would have been really fun to watch and like he had all this affection for like star lord as an example like he was like sort of you're looking at him dreamily. The bro love, yeah, yeah, and and we didn't really get to see that kind of
1: bro know, love out. build. Yeah, that no. would have been a great movie, just him with them. Yeah, um, I I completely agree with you. We missed a really great opportunity. Excuse yeah. me, we missed a really great opportunity because he went through this process of healing. I guess
0: when he was traveling with the guardians. Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't really see
1: that. It was just we should have gotten. More. We should have. You're right. We should have gotten an entire movie of just that. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: you're but, absolutely right. But what we did get at the beginning that the sort of final battle that he does with them was just a riot. Absolutely a riot. Perfect way to start the movie in his his portion of it. I thought it was really, really good. I love the uh the owl people they were fighting, and I love the cloaked blue people. They were hilarious. Like the the leader was just making all these yeah. goofy oh, like goofy gestures and I like... <laughs>
1: felt the the joke, uh the, the Jean-Claude Van Damme splits. That was yeah. It was a great joke, but I felt it it felt out of place. Like there was it the joke wasn't in the world it was something outside of the world and it felt wrong well i think he was just so absurdly overpowered compared to his enemies there that maybe he was
0: just yeah having fun with it that's how i took it like this is just him having fun because he feels not even slightly threatened by by these guys
1: i I guess i the joke just felt too i don't know out of the world i don't know i couldn't put my finger on it
0: well, if it took you out of it, I get it.
1: Yeah. 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 It was a little weird. It was a little too off or something yeah, yeah. like that. Like, yeah. it reminded me too much of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. So I get that they're what they're kind of going for, but...
0: Yeah, it, it would have made sense in the context of, like, maybe they showed more of the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, and maybe Star-Lord was a big fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme's that rubbed off on Thor or something. Like, that would have made perfect sense. The joke would have landed better, maybe. Yes. But in this case, it's just like, no, he's just busting JCVD. For like no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like no no reason whatsoever. So. I do like the idea that they kind of start the series out. And I think it's a bit too subtle. But they started out with showing even Thor as sort of a uncaring god. A god who's above. Yeah. The things around him. Yes. There's this conflict between these two people. He solves the conflict. But ultimately destroys their stuff.
0: Yeah. He destroys their temple. Destroys yeah, their yeah.
1: temple. Yeah. So it, it does set up that the whole. Well he is a Selfish self-centered yeah. douche.
0: Yeah, yeah. He thinks he did this amazing job. He thinks it's like mission accomplished. Yeah. So, and then, which, you know, which point they're just trying to get rid of him as fast as they can after that. So that's when they
1: bestow the goats on him. <laughs> which the goat joke was amazing until like the fifth time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it all the way up until, I think the last funny part of the goats was when they crashed into the moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. exactly. Funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah just, just the noise it made when it hit them yeah, when they yeah. hit the moon. Like, oh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's like, oh my god. That is the good payoff for this joke. And then they kept doing the joke again. I'm like, no, you yeah. gave me the payoff. It's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the goats are fun. Actually, one of my one of the managers who works for me ended up making his ringtone the screaming goats. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I call him, it's just that every time <laughs> 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 Maybe that's what I should do for work. <laughs> so I know it's was pretty funny. So I, I fully support that move. So uh, anyway. The, uh, yeah, so so definitely set him up to be sort of uncaring. And then, yeah, he throughout the movie, he had to find a way to level. But also, you know, I think he still identified with other gods at the beginning of the film. And then by the time they got to,
1: what is the holy place called? Oh, um, yeah, the place was the, Zeus. Yeah, the place was Omnipotent Zeus. Omnipotent City.
0: The Omnipotent City. By the time they got to Omnipotent City, I, I think they began to dispel some of that. But,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Uh, well, they put him aside. They made, they they showed Thor's. Not change, but his why he's different than the other gods. Yeah. Like yeah. what makes him different. Because he could kill them. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it's they were they were not afraid. At least Zeus kind of was. Yeah. But they were indifferent to mankind, whereas Thor was like, no, we should like Thor is a he's an idiot. Yeah. But he cares about his subjects. Right. Whereas when you got to the Omnip- omnipotent city. It was clear that like Zeus and all these other great gods didn't care about the people. They wanted to go just stay in a nice safe place. Right, right. They were willing to sacrifice them for their own safety, and that's where they start. That they did that specifically to show the difference between Thor and these other gods.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think they did a good job of in that scene as well. So it's oh, yeah. breaking away of the uh, of, of of you know. I, don't, I he didn't leave his you know, his sort of deity behind, so to speak, but he certainly lost all of his buy-in with those gods, you know, yeah. to the extent that now, you know, as we saw in the post credit scene, they're going to stick Hercules on him. So, which will be interesting to see play out.
1: Yes. Yeah. So what did you think of Jane Foster's, um, I guess, role to becoming, uh, Mighty Thor, like how she got it, the story arc there. I mean, gathering from what they printed in the comic, this isn't far off in terms of the
0: storyline to becoming mm-hmm. Mighty Thor. I, I, it seems like it's pretty well spot on. Um, uh, I, again like uh, to me it just felt rushed you know what I mm-hmm. mean like they, they you know you know, one scene with her kind of seeing where Mjolnir was lying you know yeah. what I mean which obviously it hadn't moved
1: since I love Hela that scene it. that they like dug around yes. it because it's left on it like it's left on the cliff of that yeah yeah, you know the 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 outlook where it was left where yeah, it broke the showcase, yeah, and no yeah. one can move it so they dug around it and dug like a little art altar yep. around it. I love that idea. Yep. <laughs> it
0: was it was very very cool. Very on the on the nose too, yeah. so because that's exactly how it should behave, right? You shouldn't be able to move it or move the ground under it. It's just stuck there. That's yeah. it, right? So uh, I really really enjoyed that scene. Um but then yeah, they they rushed into it, you know what I mean? And and then the next shot we get of her is as mighty Thor. You know yeah. what I mean? So we don't get the initial transformation. You know, we don't get um you know, kind, kind of her reaction to it. We don't really get that either. It just goes straight to, you know, she is Mighty Thor and she's already sort of settled in.
1: Yeah, and the truth is, I kind of want her own movie, like her as the main character. Yeah. But I want Natalie Portman to get her own Mighty Thor movie.
0: If they had done this as a duology, for instance, I think that maybe there would have been an opportunity to give her, like, the first half of, like, the next one. Yeah. Yeah, but I- they, they really just they it's trying to get into trying to get into it as fast as possible. I right? still
1: wanted her to get her own movie. Like, yeah. I, I wish this was not Thor Four. I wish this was Mighty Thor right. one. Right. That's what I would have preferred to have seen, I think. Like Thor, what they they what they should have done is set this up movie, almost done the Avengers thing for this one. Yeah. Where we have the Thor 4, which yeah. is the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, where Thor is Learning not to be a dick, learning to be different from the other gods. Yep. Right. Meeting with the guardians, protecting people, learning what really protecting them means. Yeah. So he's doing that lesson of why he's different than another god. Yeah. And then you have the Mighty Thor movie, which is completely different. They don't interact with each other at all, right? Because one's off in space doing stuff and the other one's yep. on Earth saving people because yep. Thor is gone. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this movie as Thor 5 or yeah, whatever. You could have even
0: had Mighty Thor just on Earth defending Earth from, from uh, Gore showing up.
1: Or, and, and then yeah. you would
0: have had regular Thor somewhere out in the you know galaxy sort of searching out you know whatever his part is, right? Like Exactly. I just to that point, there's there's so many ways this could have gone, I felt like, and the way that they took was kind of like the most shortcut kind of way possible. Yeah. So and, and I just again I really feel like it should have been two movies. You know, I, I think though, you know, and I'd heard this elsewhere, this was filmed entirely during COVID, right? During like the worst part of COVID. That makes sense. So so I, I think that maybe You know, this might be just a situation where they did the most they could with what they had.
1: Yeah, that's true. And that's all they could do. I don't... The thing is, I don't tie that into the COVID. I feel like it's writing. They made so many changes in one movie. Yeah. It was overwhelming. Yeah. It was overwhelming amount of change that they just... Nothing... You didn't get to sit in anything. Yeah. Something important would happen and you didn't get to sit in it. Yeah. Like... I, for one, uh, I mean, it's probably weird that I'm, uh, I'm saying this on this episode and not on like a digital love episode, but the whole Jane Foster and cancer thing hit me fucking hard. Yeah. Cause my wife has recently gone through cancer yeah. stuff. So I, I was sitting there like when she, they were showing her in the room with her friend yep. going through treatment. I'm like, yeah, that, that reminds me of, you know, I, because of COVID, I didn't get to spend as much time with my wife when she was going right. through it. Right. But, um, it. I felt that I'm like wow that was intense, and then her willingly sacrificing herself to be a hero shows how much of a hero she is. Yeah, and I feel like it just didn't get enough attention and love that it deserved. Well, yeah, I mean, she
0: made the decision in one film that took Tony Stark twenty, what twenty four films to (laughs) to choose to do. You know what I mean? Like it's it it was because it was it was that urgent. The need was that urgent, right? And uh, and she stepped up and. You know, on top of that, you know, uh, speaking of not paying enough attention to things, you know, so, some big things happen here. One, the journey to, um, what's it called again? The, the gods, the home of the gods. Omnipotence. Omnipotence, yeah. So the journey there, gorgeous setting. Like, it was absolutely incredible. But all we ever really get is just the inside of just that sort of cathedral yeah. that they're all sitting in, right? That this sort of stadium. Um, cool scene. I love seeing all the different gods and kind yeah. of the Marvel take on them. They had fucking Bao in there. Yeah. From the uh from the from the Disney short. Yep. you know what I mean? About about the dumpling, which I thought was, was fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. That was great. Great joke. That was really I, really I
1: love their like that's a great scene. I haven't done it yet, but that would be a great scene to go to there and pause scene by scene and just find all the different gods. Oh dude, I've already done um there's like a forty-five minute um
0: what is it? Screen? It's not Screen Rant, but like one of those where they do the breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've already watched that one for this. It's incredible. Like there's so much. This thing's just absolutely jam packed. Like to such an extreme extent. And uh, but they do go god by god and sort of name whichever ones they are. And there's some that they they even figure they know who it is even without a, that actor or actress being credited in the film as well. Oh. So because there's some like uh like the goddess of um like the Black Panther. Like the Black Panther goddess. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's there at one point, but they don't name her at all in the credits. Because oh. she doesn't have like a speaking role. She's not really centered frame anywhere, so they I guess they don't have to credit her. I don't know. But anyway, it's a person in costume as that character, it looks like. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, really, really interesting. And um, yeah, they did just kind of glaze over that. It would have been fun to spend a little bit more time there if this was a longer film or two films. But yeah, you know they had a point to make. Uh, they got weird Russell Crowe doing
1: weird Greek sort of... I thought he sounded Bulgarian or something, he- but... Thing is, is if you treat it as almost a joke, he yeah. was great. Oh yeah, it was a joke. If you yeah, if you treat if you try and be like, oh, he's trying to be like a serious Greek accent and stuff like that. No, this is just fat Russell Crowe just enjoy like just having fun.
0: And it was like the whole the whole scene with like him tossing the thunderbolt around and everybody just whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so
1: good. It was so good. He was so proud of himself for whipping it around. It was funny. Yeah, um, it was great. And then uh I do love the. Um, I still love the uh, when he flicks his clothing off. Like, oh yeah, 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 the and everyone scene. faints. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, scene. oh my god, that's
0: great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that would have been that was that was pretty funny. So I know uh, the theater definitely, you know,
1: seemed to enjoy that in general. So oh yeah, every, everyone equally. It was
0: a nice thing. So-
1: you know, the one thing I do have to enjoy about this movie. One thing I did like is. It didn't feel like the women were eye candy. It felt like the men were eye candy.
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: Especially, specifically, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, they felt like I felt like they put um, normally in you know and Russell Crowe,
0: obviously in
1: Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like it felt like they they made um, you know a lot of movies. The women are in really sleek outfits that yeah. really make their bodies look good. And, yeah, and you know something good to look at for the you know nerdy men to look at. Yeah. Whereas in this one, I felt like they were doing the same thing. But for Chris Hemsworth, yeah, I felt like they were sh- like they were treating Chris Hemsworth the way they normally treat the women, like Scarlett Johansson, yeah. in the movies, and I, I, I noticed it and was like, I'm totally cool with this because he's got a great body oh, and a yeah, great yeah. ass. I mean, yeah. it's all 3D. We all know this. It's the galaxy's
0: ass. It's the galaxy's
1: ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I enjoyed the way they treat him because it kind of reminds me of um, the one thing I liked about Ghost, the newer Ghostbusters, not all the, the newest, ass, not the newest, no, not the newest Ghostbusters, the female-led Ghostbusters, all, all the ass. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it was specifically how they treated um, Chris Hemsworth as the hot oh, hunk, yeah, idiot yeah, hunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I right. really loved that gag, yeah. um, and in, it kind of reminded me of that, nice. which I really enjoyed. Nice.
0: So he, I guess he's amenable to those roles. I think I think he understands. Like oh, you He's know, a good-looking guy. Yeah, obviously he understands that. Yeah, all the Hemsworths, I think, know that. <laughs> Speaking of, his one brother, his older brother. Uh, no, it's his younger brother. His younger brother? Yeah. Not Liam.
1: Yeah. It's Liam. the other Chris Hem. No, no. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Liam Hemsworth, which is the younger one, plays Thor in the play, in the mini plays. No, it was happen- his
0: older brother that plays that, I thought. Casey? Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe look it up, I'm not sure. Yeah, you could be right. But uh I really enjoyed that and they had uh Matt Damon back. Yeah, yeah. a little bit more of a role this time just for a couple jokes. And of course, um oh, what's her face? Uh Melissa McCarthy showing up as Hella.
1: Oh, that was great. I
0: loved it. I loved it. I'm like this is the perfect casting for Hella. I absolutely loved it. And uh, they had their little scene where they're like, oh, everything's a disarray. Should this is the time to act. And, <laughs> and they're like, he didn't say no.
1: I absolutely loved it. It was the same one that played in, uh, I'm just trying to figure out. Luke Hemsworth. Luke Hemsworth. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's,
0: okay. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair so, enough. So uh, really really entertaining, though. I'm so glad they brought them
1: back. They were yeah. so good. Well, it, it seems to now be a running joke because yeah. it kind of gives you, it, 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 it's an interesting way to oh, and, summarize and the Heel. previous movie. Sam Heel
0: was freaking um, Odin. <laughs> In that play, Sam, who is Sam Neill from Jurassic Park? Pretty sure it was Sam Neill. Look it up. No, was it? Yeah, I thought I it was someone it else. I thought it was Sam Neill. Mm. Um, yeah, really, really, really enjoy that. So, I, I could watch a lot more of just those guys kind of joking around and, and doing goofy things like that.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's a great. Oh, I think, yeah, you're right. What's Sam Neill? Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're right. Now, that I think about it. Um, yeah, they're great. Great little scenes. They're great little recaps of what yeah. happened last time. Yes, yeah. And I thought that's a lot of fun way to do it, and it. it I think it's going to be if Taiko Itt keeps doing these, it's going to be a running gag. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think they're going to get rid of it. Anytime I hope soon. they keep
0: going with it. So, um, I, I I appreciate that he brought forward a lot of his gags from Ragnarok into this. So even Korg is a main character now. Uh, definitely enjoyed that as well. I did not
1: like Korg. I
0: loved it. I loved it. I could get a lot more of it.
1: I I I get it. I you can tell from interviews. He put Korg back in it because people wanted more Korg. He didn't put Korg in it because he wanted Korg. And I felt that in the right. Well,
0: but I, I think, you know, it's funny because like a lot of this sort of harkens back, you know, especially if you go back to the original Thor, you know, being directed by a major Shakespearean actor and director, you know, in in, uh, Kenneth Branigan, Kenneth Branagh. Brano. Bra- Brano. Thank Branagh. you. So there's always been sort of uh sort of a Shakespearean element to the As Guardians, right? Yes. So and and so I I can really um you know I can really appreciate in this that so same sort of what were we talking about? I lost the plot here.
1: Um we were talking uh, oh my god. Oh Korg. So Korg, Korg yeah. is
0: like he's like the um uh I forget what they call it in Shakespearean plays, the sort of gallery, the sort of um the observer who makes comments right yeah so yeah it, it, in my mind it almost plays perfectly into that it's very Shakespearean it's 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 the way Thor has kind of been done since the beginning to some extent so yeah. I think if you look at it like that that narratively speaking like this is built like a Shakespearean narrative to that extent you know what I mean like maybe even like the fall of the hero for instance like we saw in uh in uh, Endgame you know what I See, mean
1: I always get the feeling that Taika Waititi the stuff that he does is irreverent that's his theme. Everything that he does is irreverent. No, he he takes... doesn't care about your opinion,
0: but I don't think it's irreverent.
1: No, no, no. I, I think he he takes a theme, an idea that is popular, and he jokes about it. Yeah. He, he takes everything and says, "Don't take yourself so seriously." That's his theme: is "Don't take anything that seriously." Yeah. yeah. Read the fuck lax. Yeah. And that's what I mean by irreverent. Like he's irreverent to the um. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is Um, he's irreverent to what it's supposed to be. It was like, I don't care what it's supposed to be. I'm going to do this other thing. Like I'm deconstruction.
0: Yeah, it is deconstruction to some extent, but I think his main thing is that like, look, when it comes to, you know, a a dramatic event happening, the people involved in it are always going to look at a different way from the rest of the world. So is it the people who are involved in it? Is it their experience that matters the most? Or is it the view of the rest of the world? The cold, like non-ideological sort of view on that event, you know, because the same thing happened in what was the little movie did um Jojo bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. So with, with the Hitler thing, like there was a lot of horrific events that happened in Yeah, that, you know what I mean? But it was almost looked upon in the film as like, um like how all these other events, terrible events were happening. So not any, no one else was invested in those events other than the kids that were involved in it. So I feel like he's not, he's not irreverent, but I think he sort of gives a more, I don't know, like sort of worldly take on
1: things. I think Jojo Rabbit, I think this is a huge difference. I, I'm absolutely a huge fan of Taika Waititi, but this I think is his worst product he's ever put out. I'm going to be straight up. Interesting. Out of all the products I've seen him do, the major products, let's put it that way. Yeah. This is his worst. And I don't can't tell if that's because any serious, heartfelt um, part of the story, you didn't get time to sit in. You're right. So I got you right. All, I that. I was not allowed to feel emotions. Even when I was sitting there feeling emotions watching Jane Foster slowly die on a bed. Yeah. I was not allowed to sit in that emotion. Hmm. And I that was the closest I got and I think that was um the worst of it is they didn't let you feel your emotions. They always had to well we're going to hint at an emotion and then a joke yeah, and then a yelling yak or yeah, whatever yeah. <laughs> yelling goat or whatever. So it, it just didn't really, I think that sucks. Whereas Jojo rabbit, they had these great, hilarious moments. I have one of my, it's one of my, still one of my favorite scenes of all time. Is the um high Hitler, high Hitler, high oh, Hitler? That
0: was so <laughs> good. That was so good, yeah. so good.
1: Uh, and then like they do it all again, and they do yeah, it all yeah, again. Yeah. And they just keep cycling it. <laughs> I fucking love it. And the way Stephen Merchant plays it off, like he's perfect. Entertainment time oh, time.
0: Absolutely. Oh, he's the, the funniest dude in film. Like, yeah. He was so good in it. So good. So they <laughs> have they, all these if, if nobody's seen it. They they say a statement. Like any any, they're just talking about what's happening around them, and then it'll be like da da da, da, da Heil Hitler. And then five other people are all hi Hitler, Hi Hitler, Hi Hitler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. it's whenever they introduce themselves. So oh, yeah. they come into the door, and there's like five <laughs> or six uh inquisitors, like That's German right. inquisitors. That's right. And they're introducing themselves to the kid, Jojo. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Hi, is your parents around? Okay, yeah, yeah. we'd like to come in. In, okay. Hi. How are you? Heil Hitler. And then yeah. the next inquisitor. Heil Hitler. And then Jojo. But like Jojo Rabbit says Heil Hitler. One inquisitor says Heil Hitler. Then Jojo. Then the next oh, inquisitor he says Heil. So the one. kid has to That's then right. respond. Yeah. And then the next inquisitor. Then the kid then the inquisitor then the, <laughs> kid. then the inquisitor. then the kid. And then so they all do that. Get inside. Say stuff. And then another person comes in, and they all have to do the same cycle again. I
0: mean, I mean and then that, another person comes that really in. Really speaks to his talent of taking you know sort of almost like trivializing like a thing that was otherwise very serious. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, you never heard. Heil Hitler that many times in any other film including Schindler's List. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but, but you know, so he definitely has the record for it in this film. But, it's, but the but thing it, is but they can common. go from these jokes yeah.
1: to very serious moments with like yeah. when what happens to his mom yeah. and you sit in the emotion. He lets you time to yes, yeah. there's a joke. Yes, there's a kid with a rocket launcher which is goofy as fuck. Yeah. But they let you sit in the moments of, you know, they don't show you someone hanging. Yeah. They show you their feet and you know it is and they just... They just show the kid panning slowly. So it's like he's he can have jokes and have his emotions. This movie, I don't know if it's him. I know he's capable of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the Marvel people didn't let him sit in it. And I think that to me was a loss as I didn't get to sit in the emotions. I didn't get to sit in the true loss of what was happening with Jane Foster. Yeah.
0: No, it's I think it's valid. Or it's valid. or
1: even Gore the God Butcher's daughter. Oh yeah, no, they moved on from that pretty quick. They moved on uh, from that pretty quickly. It was his clearly his goal, but they didn't I don't think they sat in it long. But enough. you
0: didn't even get to experience any of the joy of him having a daughter. You know what I mean? You only got to experience the sorrow of him losing her. So yes. there wasn't, you know, so there wasn't a whole lot of emotion there even.
1: Yeah, they so. just I think because there wasn't enough time because they were trying to get so much told and yep, done. Yep. I feel like we didn't get to sit in the important yeah. moments.
0: So I would say everything mm-hmm. you're describing is probably a symptom of that though of that singular this was done too fast. It should have been two movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I and Judging by one of the big criticisms out there is there's not enough gore, yeah, which I think is very valid. You know what I mean? There would have been more gore if they had done two films. Yeah, If they had shown gore like time. kind of
1: being the big bad of both um, Thor's movie and Mighty Thor's movie. Yep. And finally, in this final team up where those two get the rom-com and they're like, oh, wow, you've been doing this in your movie and I've been doing this in my yeah, movie. Yeah. And wow, now we've both grown and changed as people and now we can I get back I together. I want to
0: see that. Yeah, I want to see that, and then and then a bigger build up to like the scene with Eternity at the end. Yes, because here here here's Marvel for the first time ever showing like, I mean, other than the Celestials, which are powerful beings as well, this is like one of the top three, four, five most powerful beings and that will ever exist in the yes. MCU as far as we know, and it got a five minute scene. Yeah, 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 and and that was really disappointing. Yeah, I, it was I completely really agree. So that, that to me, was, was one of the biggest flubs of it. But again, in also, my mind, a symptom of things just being very rushed.
1: Everyone's mind was, how come no one went to eternity when Thanos was around? <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Well, I mean, if they didn't know that Bifrost was the key. Well, but they would have, dis- like, clearly
0: they could have How did it. he find out that the Bifrost was the key? I think Gore the God Butcher. No, how, how know, did Gore, Gore find out? Did the white no dog god thing tell him? I have no idea.
1: Who told him? I have no
0: idea. Maybe, did he ever show up to Omnipotence?
1: No. Then I don't know. I have no fucking clue. I don't have an idea. He just knew. Necrosword or his travels with fighting other gods, he picked up the information. Yeah. And figured it out. So, oh, you got to
0: shoot it with the Bifrost. Yep. What what thing can shoot Bifrost that's still around? Oh, Stormbreaker. Yep. How did he know about Stormbreaker? I'm pretty sure everyone knows about Stormbreaker. That's- now, what I heard is that there was a couple deleted scenes So one of them actually included Tyrion Lannister. Who's that actor? Um, Peter Dinklage. Yes. It actually included him in his character again in some fashion, like the big sort of dwarf guy. So that guy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The the big little person guy. And then uh, also there was a scene deleted that had actually Lena Headey, another Game of Thrones alumni, oh uh, alumnus in there. So, yeah, I'm not sure what happened with hers either. But she actually either got sued by her management company for 1.5 or she had to like sue Marvel for the one point five million, but apparently people weren't getting paid. As oh, well. like, yeah, really strange scenario happening in the background. Yeah, so a little bit of drama around this film compared to other ones in the MCU. But yeah, definitely, I'm definitely interested to know what those scenes were because maybe they would have helped. Because again, it was so rushed, they didn't take enough time to really give you the beats of Gore's journey. Yeah, since, since he got the Necro Sword, and that, that's a real disappointment too. So.
1: Yeah, I I really do one one thing I do like about it. I really love the creativity oh. with the Thor's hammer, yeah. specifically. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that they... No, we didn't fix Mjolnir. Yeah. We just bonded it, and now it can be used in this extra other cool way. Like, yeah. it gave it a new power. Yeah. Which was, like, splitting into all of its shards it and had coming back together. new powers in this.
0: It was actually able to use the Necrosword, then later on, pieces of the Necrosword, to, like, re-sort of form itself. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting.
1: Well, it didn't reform itself. It, like, bonded. It, it like, held it in like a prison. That's what I was trying yeah, to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, It looked like it somehow, like, made it disappear or otherwise evaporate or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I tried yeah. to, like, bond it within itself and I it couldn't, I yeah. think. But,
0: so, act for action sequences, what's, what's your favorite action sequence in this one? A lot of interesting ones. Um,
1: None. Really? I, I'd say the closest was the one on, mostly because of the stylistic thing. No, okay. My favorite one in it, which I still think was meh, was the one where they fought and I guess it's like a moon or whatever. Like that, that the was, black and white That was my scenes. favorite one too, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And I like that some of the bigger monsters that Gore is summoned from the shadows were sort of, they almost look like, um, like claymation or like stop motion a little bit. Yeah. Like
1: there was a weird sort of visual quality to them. They like, had a problem with those creatures where those creatures, because they were trying to like show how many there were and yeah. how surrounded they always were, the creatures did blocking of the camera really weirdly. Like, they got in front of the camera Hmm. in weird ways that made it hard to see what was going on. Yeah. So a lot of people go, okay, they were, you know, it's called blocking the scene, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, And they they blocked the scene and screwed it all up, but they were trying to do that to show how encircled the enemies were, the heroes were. But it just ended up being hard to read.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that was probably my favorite scene, too, and I I thought it was cool when they tried to escape the way Gore kind of grabbed... The uh, Stormbreaker oh, from yeah. Thor. I, I thought that whole scene was just really cool. I really enjoyed that and, and sort of the, the different different pace of action that they had going there. And then the final scene was just interesting because we found out that Thor could essentially, like, imbue other people I with his power. It. You hated it?
1: So I love the concept of it. So here, here's... Thematically, like story-wise, yeah. it was designed to show that he is not like other gods. Yeah. He is willing to share in his power. He is there to help other people. Right. And my power is your power. Like, yeah. He is a loving, caring god, different than the ones that go- that Gore hates. Yeah. That's the point of this scene, is to show he willingly gives to others.
0: Even though half those kids were like gods themselves. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, or, or, or going to be gods yeah, at yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I get that. That's the whole point. That's why some of them are aliens. And so right. and so forth. I totally get it. But I don't know why children getting powers. That's like, like I don't know. World War III breaks out. Yeah. And your child is kidnapped. And you find out that the person who saved her gave her an AK-47 and went, get the fuck out there. All I can tell Save you yourself. is
0: yourself. No, no. All I can tell you is this. If you gave a three-year-old the powers of Thor, this world would be destroyed. Yeah. So the world we know would cease to exist. I could tell you that for certain, because <laughs> I have a three-year-old, and I can tell you for sure she would absolutely burn this entire fucker down. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if she had... The ah, and she'd to smile yeah. the
1: whole fucking oh, way. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. She'd, she'd be enjoying, like, popping your head off, dude. Like, she's just... Yeah, <laughs> little, little kids are psychopaths. Like, it's it's wild. Like, this their, their propensity for violence and just doing things incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. wild. It's absolutely but wild. But that's
1: what I mean. Like, I felt it was weird that these children... Like, why were we supposed to be afraid of these creatures? If children could children who have powers that they've never used before yeah and so are untrained, how is it we were supposed to be afraid of these like it, it well, that's immediately the point. ruined us to be afraid
0: of at that point from those creatures they were just in Thor's way I, I get that yeah
1: but they also showed these creatures being a danger to him in a previous scene yeah yeah but so, he didn't
0: he didn't imbue those people with his god powers
1: but in theory they had better powers than imbued people with his god powers. Right, as powerful as him, it was Mighty Thor and uh, Valkyrie. Well,
0: yeah, Valkyrie, yeah, and and uh, Mighty Thor. Yeah, but there's only three of them, and there's a lot more monsters.
1: Oh, oh, come on.
0: Yeah, plus they didn't. They didn't know that the point was to actually not battle the monsters, but to kidnap
1: the kids. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can tell you for a fact. I can destroy twenty children at once. I would fucking <laughs> wreck them.
0: just Turned into how many kids' asses could have kicked him up?
1: They could come at me all at once, and I would crush every single one of their tiny little skulls. So, no, it was really oh weird. I didn't, I felt like it was wrong. I felt like these kids, it was unrealistic. Look, if
0: you can imagine like 40 little fists all swinging right at your nuts. Okay. Like you think you can stop all those little fists. Yes. No, you can't. You can't yeah. Like they, they you'd be one hand down trying to protect the, the huevos. All I need is one them.
1: hand to crush each of their larynxes <laughs> <laughs> one by one. As they come to punch my nuts, I just grab them in the throat, crush, move on to the yeah, next yeah. one. Well, it's
0: a shame. Gore didn't think of it. I mean I know. He could have done it himself, right?
1: <laughs> but, uh, but the Gore, I got the idea. Like Gore didn't want to kill the kids. Right. Also, also, there is a huge, huge story plot hole that exists in this entire thing. Oh yes. I'm so listening. why does Gore hate God? Hate the gods? Because they are liars. They're selfish. Yeah. They're selfish pricks. and and,
0: and they get you to follow them and to worship them, and and don't care about your you. life to them. That they don't care. And they don't care about them. other yeah. people. Yeah.
1: Right. So his plot to capture gods is to grab something that the god is supposed to care about like other people and his statement is you don't care about other people. So I'm going to take people that you care about.
0: No, 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 no. That wasn't his, that wasn't his thing though. His, that, the reason he kidnapped those kids was to lure the Thors out. Yes. So he could get their weapons so he could get the Bifrost so he could get into eternity.
1: So his, his statement is I'm, I hate you because you're selfish. So I'm going to kidnap something and you're going to come save them because you're not selfish.
0: No, it's no, that's
1: counterintuitive.
0: It's the Necrosword. That's the Necro sword sort of taking over. I,
1: I get that. But what yeah. I'm saying is it still doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that his ideology is that you don't care about anything. So my plot is to use something that you care about. Well, then that proves that, he care, that they care about something and that you're a fucking idiot. So he clearly doesn't believe his own beliefs. Yeah. And they did something to get the story across rather than following a character's beliefs. Yeah. So
0: I guess that there was an assumption there that the gods, some of the gods we're actually different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he knew that. So he. But then the
0: sword takes over. It's like, no, 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 they still got to die.
1: Maybe, but it just doesn't yeah. make, it feels weird that yeah, like, yeah. you're telling me you don't think God's care about something, but then you're going to do a plan that specifically requires them to care about something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe
0: the, they should have had a scene where like the sword was like, kind of talking to him and be like, you need to kill all of, all
1: of these kids. And no, men. no, I just think they needed better writing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm mostly upset at the writing.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think at the end of the day, this could have been two movies, yeah. at least, and maybe been a little bit better after the hop. I'd still give it, honestly, I'd still give it like a solid 8.5. I very, very much enjoyed it, even, even despite the weakness of the plot.
1: If you listen to my stuff, it's probably a 6.5 for me. Really?
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: I do not care to go see it again. Yeah. Um. I, I enjoy the jokes. Yeah. But I don't think it's a good movie. I think yeah, it's yeah. bad writing. I think it's, um, the action sequence are not that great. Hmm. Um, I think they're unique. I think they're different. I don't... The only thing unique is the one black and white scene, and that's because they made it black and no, white. No, I
0: changed my mind. My favorite fight scene is the one in Omnipotence.
1: Oh, yeah. I really
0: yeah. like when they were slashing the gods' throats and all the all the, all the the gold blood was spilling out. Yeah. Like that. that was <laughs> actually my favorite fight scene.
1: I, I like that scene mostly because I liked the... Thor was trying to be the... Reasonable And, like, they, they flipped the roles completely. Normally, it's the women trying to be, you know, in these kinds of movies. Yeah. It's the woman going, no, no, let's not do violence. Let's not yeah. do violence. Where in this one, it's Thor going, let's not do Joker, violence. And the violence. women, both yeah, of yeah. them are like, when are we going to, like, fucking kick some ass? Yeah, yeah.
0: And Cor I love Korg, though, because he's just like, all right, uh, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: it was I, just funny. I like to, I love that scene because I love the flip yeah. of who is the badass. Yeah. And who is the woman in the, like, the, the, the c- classical yeah, yeah. feminine character character in that. Well,
0: I think it's clear that Valkyrie is like the most masculine character in this film. Oh, yeah. Like, hands sure. down. All right. Hands down. So, yeah. She's I awesome. also. I also love the gag, uh, might but even my favorite gag, actually, of um, Korg talking about where other rock people come from. Oh, yeah. He's like, when one meets another, another man, and then you hold hands over lava, and before you know it, you have a new...
1: Cold or whatever they're called. Yeah, I, what, I never called. Uh, rock person, he said. Rock, rock. He no. calls him a rock person. Oh, he does? Really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do rock person. You get a new rock yeah, person. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't say I cared about it. It's like, I okay. No, I don't
0: care. It was funny. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even find droopy. that funny. Uh, really? No. Dang, dude. No. Dang. Yeah, yeah, no, I, th- I was pretty entertained by that. Uh, Stormbreaker.
1: Jealous Stormbreaker.
0: I love that. I, I love lost it. my shit when it snuck around the corner,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely yeah.
0: lost my shit. And Thor was like, oh, oh, where'd you come from?
1: <laughs> An- the anthropomizing, anthropomizing, I Anth- guess.
0: Anthropomorph- anthrop-
1: anthropomizing? Like anthropomorphizing, the, the, the anthrop- Yeah, that. Uh, of the weapons yeah. was... Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh I love the scene where uh is on like a like a a barrel. Yeah. And he's like, So how are you? Like (laughs) like like an axe, like he's talking to it like an ex. And then he kinda like grabs the hammer and gives it to my throat. He's like, Yeah, still worthy. Like I I love those gags. And like, yeah, the the Stormbreaker just kind of floating and like staring him down. It was so funny.
0: loved it i loved it so what a surprise too and then uh i love the flashback scene too there was a moment during the flashback scene of him and jane like sort of being domesticated and they're watching a movie It's like a scary movie and they jump and he grabs me only oh, holds, yeah. <laughs> holds it in the tv <laughs> yeah
1: i loved it man yeah, not it. everything about this movie was great but i think it was a bad movie great snl skit
0: hmm. yeah there were a series of great snl skits yes in my opinion so
1: yeah.
0: um yeah my main my main criticism is it should have been two movies so I, agree. I, I think I think that alone resolves 90% of the problems people have with it mm-hmm. um, I think some of the criticisms are kind of I don't know unfounded to some extent because this movie really did deliver in terms of giving us kind of everything we wanted it's just like yeah it was it was a lot all at once and there wasn't really a whole lot of context for any of it that it, was that was the problem yeah exactly I completely yeah. agree so anyway yeah I'm sticking with my 8.5 on that one then and uh you know maybe close to an 8.0. But I'll default on eight point five. <laughs> so that's that's right. I'm, I'm dragging here, so. you down with me. So but I would say then that out of so phase four, which is not quite over yet, and apparently there's more movies than I thought. Apparently the next Guardians is also supposed to oh, yeah? be in phase four. So oh. This is continuing into twenty twenty three.
1: I I am ever every I have not liked anything for the most part since Endgame. Well, Doctor Strange. No.
0: What? No. Why not?
1: It was all right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, they everything feels um directionless. I feel like they're undoing very quickly things they did and every movie, like before it felt like every movie was um, adding up to a point, like everything was hyping up a moment or there's something in the future.
0: Well, I think think that is coming and I think it's going to be a big reveal in whatever movie they decide to do it in.
1: What is it? Is it Kang the Conqueror with time and multiversal stuff?
0: it's, it's Kang bringing on Secret Wars.
1: I just but maybe Hands
0: guarantee 100% it's Kang bringing on secret wars.
1: It just, it feels so, I don't know.
0: And that's also where we'll get more mutants too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. F- for sure. But it, I, I just, it doesn't feel as um, obvious or as direct as the Thanos one Whereas the Thanos one. They're like, no, no, it's Thanos. We all knew it was coming. The hype was happening for years. It was building up. I feel like they need to do that again. They need to show us who is the villain of this. Well, like, ten, what is this phase McGillie, about?
0: Technically, um no, wait, when did we first learn? about? We first learned about Thanos in Avengers. In the, the first, first Avengers. Avengers. That happened at the end of phase one. Yeah. Right? So at that point, we hadn't even had a Guardians yet because Guardians came in phase Correct. two. So technically, if you're considering that this is the first phase of another, you know, three phase thing, which who knows? It could be two. It could be three. It could be four. Who knows? But if this is, in fact, the first series of films in a new phase, then technically we wouldn't get that reveal until okay but here's the deal another ensemble
1: up until avengers yeah. the what we were aiming towards the goal i guess we'll call it the goal of the phase yeah was very clear and it was the avengers
0: establishing it, it, the avengers
1: no not establishing the end goal was not a villain or a story arc it was we're gonna get all of these what was disjointed characters yeah together Yep. that was the final who they were fighting did not come into play. Nobody cared. We just wanted to see the Avengers. Right. That was the driving force. That was the hype. That was the goal. That was the point on the the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. That drove you in that direction. And everything led to that direction, right? With all these scenes at the end credit scenes of Nick Fury pulling everyone together. Yeah. That was the light at the end of the tunnel. And in the next one, in the next phase, it was... In the next two phases, I guess, I think is how they split it. It was... um, thanos yeah right See, they let him twice now i feel like there is it's aimless there is no, no there's, Avengers. Another, there's
0: another event happening in the background that people are maybe a little bit unfamiliar
1: with that's also secret invasion it's possible but it's not clear enough it's still just but that's a they, ye of, ye of little faith no, it's not about ye that of
0: little faith that's all i'm saying I, I, everybody's so quick to diss it and, I, and i've heard this criticism criticism so mm-hmm. much on twitter and it'd be valid if it was true but you don't know
1: if it's true yet you have no idea no, but what I do know is it's not as obvious as it used to be.
0: Oh, so the problem is that the where
1: it's going is not obvious. Yes. I can't build up hype for a thing. I can't look at something and yeah. see. The fun of the previous phases was to watch the puzzle be assembled.
0: Yeah. I, I now I don't that, get to that, see. I
1: just see different parts of a puzzle, but, but I, I don't know what I it's assembling we, to.
0: Exactly. We're seeing the parts being assembled, right? We don't know where it's going. So if the criticism is that it's not obvious enough, you know. Maybe that is a criticism. Maybe it's not. I I don't personally think it is. I I think because the the grand scale of each one of these films they've been dropping. I mean, from you know Shang Chi to, to Eternals, which I didn't really like, but it, you know, grand scale, sure. Uh, to uh, you know Doctor Strange to Spider Man to this, everything is happening at such a larger scale now. So they've managed to scale the formula with sort of the hype around these films, which is pretty incredible considering where these films started. If you think all the way back to like Iron Man one.
1: I guess what I'm saying is I can't tell is the story arc about celestials or is the story arc about multiversal?
0: I think at some point, all of the, all of it's going to coalesce and it's going to become clear where things are headed. I get that. But, but is the I story think,
1: arc about multiverse no, or which no, is no, no, secret no. wars? Wrong way to
0: look at it. We're looking at it like we're phase one people here. We're not phase one people. I'm not a phase one guy. I'm a phase four guy. Okay, bro. I'm <laughs> in the modern era and we're going to get multiple threads going
1: here. We're going to get multiple threads. That's what's going to happen here. I just, I feel, I don't feel, I feel like I'm just drifting in an ocean of content and I don't know how to put it all together. I just, yeah. there's a puzzle in front of me and I can't put it all together. Whereas before the fun was every movie came coming out was a piece of the puzzle that you'd add to the piece. You already knew what the final picture, you kind of already knew what the yeah. final picture was going to look like, or at least you knew like it's a bird. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like it is. Like, I don't know what this puzzle equals out to. So it's not fun to be. I just feel like that guy, like, why can't I hold all these lemons? Yeah. I. They're just, why can't I hold all these puzzle pieces? I have no idea what to do with them. Yeah. And that doesn't lay a feeling of direction and control. It feels less controlled than it's ever been. Right. And that tells me there's less, I don't want to say less care, but it's getting, it's almost like it's growing to a point where Kevin Feige can't even control it. I see.
0: Yeah. I, I think that feeling is kind of palpable on social media as well. That yeah. it, is, it is sort of sort of ballooning to some extent, right? And people are, you know, I think a lot of people are feeling the same you are. I personally don't feel that way. I, I think uh I think we just need to have more faith. I mean what they did with phase one to three was pretty incredible looking yeah. back and, and it's incredible to see how it all paid off and you know turned into like, you know, the biggest theatrical release of all time or the you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy. But but we got to see that take place and I think they're building up to it again. Quite frankly. And I think it's going to be even bigger this time around. So it's just, it's going to take a little bit of time to get there. It's like it did the first time. So um, we started in 2008. The first Avengers
1: was 2014, 2013.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it took them
1: six years. I think the other thing I'm feeling is it feels like every Maybe Marvel movie. I think it was 2012. Yeah. Whereas so like it was four years. In the original, t- in the in the old times. <laughs> before um, times. Before times. In the Marvel movies, each series felt like a different style. Mm-hmm, yep. Each, so it was it was more interesting to see each of the styles. Like you got the Doctor Strange was very mystical and, you know, was about Buddha, like monks and stuff like that. Mm. And it had a certain style, like that Asian style to it. That, whereas you go for like the Iron Man was, I don't, I don't even know what style Iron Man was to be AC-DC honest. ACDC style. ACDC style, I guess, yeah. And then you had Captain America, which was like a World War II flick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you had... Um, uh, Thor, which was, you know, a Shakespearean play. Yeah. So you had these different, fundamentally different styles of yeah. movies. And it was fun to watch these different styles, not just the characters, but the styles collapse in on themselves in Avengers. Yep. Whereas I feel like all the movies we've gotten in this last uh, phase are all the same style.
0: Hmm. Again, I disagree, respectfully. <laughs> so, but, because uh, we had... Shang Chi, which was definitely calling back to kung fu, which hadn't been done before in the Marvel universe. Sure. And then they also had uh, Doctor Strange, which is very heavily horror. By the time it was all said and done,
1: I seen. I don't feel that. I feel it was less horror than I was expecting. I mean, I, I think it is the most different. I grant it is the I think most it's the different. Most
0: horror out of any of them.
1: Yes, so, I completely
0: agree. So and then uh, and then maybe Thor at this point is just going straight comedy.
1: I don't know. Thor is irreverent but i feel like the i feel like thor like they're all variations of a slight of the same thing like they're all irreverent comedies yeah which weren't wasn't always the case yeah and i i feel like they're just becoming more over time they're feeling less and less unique yeah um i think the most unique was doctor strange with sam raimi i want to see the directors get more control hmm. of each of their uh, each of their own series yeah i i want to see like Taika Waititi, I think we're getting a lot of Taika Waititi. Um, but I want to see more Sam Raimi. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see Kevin Branagh come back. I really want to see more Shakespearean. Definitely, yeah. he's one of my favorites of all yeah. time. I, I I I get why people didn't like him, especially with like Thor two and stuff. But I, I still he really did, like he didn't him. Direct
0: Thor two. I thought he did. No.
1: Oh, that explains a lot. No, he didn't. That explains a whole lot because I really liked Thor one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Thor one's great. Yeah, it's an awesome one. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I, I just yeah.
1: I, I'm not. I haven't been too thrilled with the current path we're on, mostly because I don't know what path we're on and it feels
0: empty and weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I would say the quality of film that we're getting now is... You know, better than Phase Two, maybe even better than Phase Three. Quite frankly, in the lead up to oh, uh, for Infinity sure. War and Endgame, so I think I think what we're getting is very quality content. Uh, hopefully, they start dropping some bigger tidbits, so people like yourself, who maybe were really bought in before, can kind of get bought back in. Yeah. So because I think that's not going to hurt them in the long run if they're not if they're not catering to that, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Because you know, I I'm I'm maybe a little bit more patient with whatever formula they're working now, and, and I'm willing to wait to see it pay off. You know what I mean? Because the payoff was so fucking massive with like Endgame. Yeah. So like I, I'm willing to. Put put in the time on it, but I'm very patient and I don't know that all viewers are going to feel the same way at the end of the day. So yeah. it, it would suck to kind of see the, the credibility of the series take a hit as a result.
1: Yep. I completely agree. Yeah.
0: We'll see what happens. See what happens. So anyway, yep. Yeah, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for Thor love and thunder and a future of the MCU. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's anything it. Anything else? That's it. That's it. We've said all the things there are to say. Oh, probably. I
1: love the relationship between, uh, I got to say the between, I, for obvious reasons. Um. Uh, Thor and his new daughter oh yeah I love that the movie was not you thought it was about the two Thors yeah but it turns out it's about fatherly love yes I fucking adore that yeah yeah and Uh, I adore arguably
0: like the best last five minutes of the film was the last I mean, the best five minutes was the last five minutes of the film. Like, Arguably. Yeah, it was yeah. just so
1: heart like heartwarming and sweet, and yeah, I loved so it. so
0: hopefully Taika Waititi gets a chance to direct more of that in the future. We'll see. I don't know how she's going to come up in the MCU, but obviously now she's going to be a mainstay because she's yep. very powerful. And, uh, yeah, it'll be cool to see. It'll be cool to see. Cool. So, all right, well, that's it for this episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast. Uh, Alex Austin signing off here, and... Thunder plubbing Adam, And we will catch you next week. One quick thing, though, I should say, I don't want to get in trouble. So is uh make sure to hit us up on Twitter if there's anything you want to talk about, hear about, uh, writing about, tell us we suck, tell us we're awesome. Anything hit us up on Twitter at Ronin Geekery. You can also hit us up on our Discord, which the link will be in the show notes of this episode. So you can hit us up on Discord and join in the chat there. It's a lot of shenanigans, mostly shenanigans. Mostly, mostly shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sharing of memes. But yeah, I think you'll have a good time in there as well. And of course, listen to this show and all your other favorite shows on Bitcoin. Cade podcast app so it's a place where you can go to listen and creators can go to monetize their work so it's a great place for indie podcasts like ours so make sure to check it out oh i thought you were going to say something no you're looking at me i i I
1: gotta do the thing that rob does bye
0: bye see you
1: later it's rob's part
0: i miss you rob